0: quote of the day, quote of the day, an appropriate quote of the day, Christmas waves a magic wand over this world and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. It's pretty nice, huh? Norman Vincent Peel Christmas waves a magic wand over this world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. But does that persuade others around the globe to start celebrating Christmas? Mm. Unless you haven't done all of your holiday shopping. It's the 357th day of the year. Only two more shopping days until the big day. That means today, that means tomorrow. My guess is there will be a lot of people out shopping. Just a guess. Uh, When I did my my cruise into New Bedford this morning, only one lonesome soul walking the streets of Pleasant and North Sixth, just one person, person that I've seen out there, all too many times. Most of us, when it comes to the holiday shopping, it looks like this year we're doing it online. I can remember a decade ago. Online shopping was becoming popular. Now it is overtaking folks actually going to the stores. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, On the show, according to the coronavirus report card, more Bay Staters are coming down with it. Congratulations to high school senior Chloe Barnes. Chloe Barnes took first place at a state track meet. Now that undocumented people can apply for a driver's license, the registry is getting between 600 and 700 new applications a day. Unbelievable. Oh, Jim's going to explain on Town Square Sunday exactly what he means by unity within diversity. We do have the Bitcoin biz barometer coming your way during the next half hour. So this whole thing dealing with the registry of motor vehicles. As you know, during the summer, Folks that are here in the United States, and the people voted on this, people here in the Commonwealth, they they approved it. It's not like the legislature ramrodded us down our throat. Surprise, surprise. But folks decided that it would be all right for those that are considered undocumented or illegally here in the United States. But they had the proper documents they would be allowed to apply for a driver's license. Now, I have a couple of friends who work for the registry, actually one uh, who used to work for the registry, but there's still one more still in there. Here's the story. It seems that between six and 700 new applications a day are coming in. And the registry doesn't have the people to handle all of the folks looking to apply for a driver's license or a learner's permit. Six to 700 applications a day. Can you imagine that? And of course, the fear is that some of these applicants, applications, will be fraudulent. Can't argue it. You know, I was I was on the side of the street that said I was going to vote no. But I was voting no because I don't think any of us should have to apply for a driver's license for if we're only going to pleasure drive. If you're driving for business, driving a bus, driving a cab, Uber, that kind of stuff, a truck yes you need a license but for pleasure driving i i don't think that we should have one but be that as it may people in general voted no because they didn't think that illegals should have a driver's license i i get that i get it but the majority of people here in the commonwealth said yes they should well now look the Registry of Motor Vehicles can't handle all of the people. Are you surprised by that? Let me open up the phone lines. 508-996-0500. That's how you get on the program today. Hello. Thank you for your patience.
1: Hello. Um, I, I, on Channel 10, I, there's a shooting in New Bedford on Worcester Street. I didn't hear it on your radio. Where's Worcester Street?
0: Worcester Street, I believe, is up by Kings Highway.
1: Okay, but how come you're not talking about the shooting on the because itself? you just
0: told me about it. How about that?
1: Oh well, can you find out something about well,
0: let's it? Let's see. Um, you want to come in here and take this microphone, and I'll no, I'll, I'll let Adam know. Yeah, please. Okay,
1: give us, give us some information. We'll, I mean, uh,
0: we'll, we'll try our best for you. Okay, dear, and Merry Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. Festivus. Uh, yeah, we'll let Adam. I it's the first, I'm hearing of it and um we'll see what we can find out meanwhile the registry of motor vehicles says that they are getting between 600 and 700 applications for for a driver's license with with what was going on prior to the law changing in in the summer there there was already fraud and abuse going on don't you think the same thing is going to continue maybe get scaled up ramped up just a little bit i do if you'd like to comment on that 508 996 0500 According to the latest coronavirus report card, 4,125 new coronavirus cases reported last week. The week ended on the 20th. 4,125. That's almost 1,000 more than the week prior. 25 people died a COVID-19 related death same as the week prior so we are now let's say comfortably 2 years removed from the crisis called pandemic a little bit more than a year removed from from not having to wear the The mask and and stuff like that. Woman friend and I were having a conversation about this. And I'm curious as to what you and maybe your family have decided here. Now that we're no longer in a pandemic and cooler minds can, can really think things out. What happens when you have a friend who has come down with COVID and calls you up on the phone and asks you to pick up some stuff and, and bring it over? It could be a friend. It could be a relative. Have you made any kind of plan? Have you made any type of plan for what you would do? If somebody asking how you would proceed, I look. Maybe I I overthink a few things, but at the same time, if you don't know, what are you walking yourself into? We 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 know what COVID can do. Does it do it to everybody? No. But what is your own your own private plan? And if you don't have a plan, believe me, there is a government out there ready, willing and able to mandate one for you, whether it's mask or it's vaccines, you name it. We have gone through this already. So what would you do? What what are you recommending within your own family structure, your your own unit? Do you. Do you bring whatever supplies over to whomever and then knock on the door and then let them pick it up? What, what, what do you do? What, what, what's your plan? I mean, we want to help people out. We certainly don't want them going into uh, an, an establishment and infecting others. So have you come across this yet? What would you do? I think that's a great question to ask. It's one that came up the other day and it sparked a little conversation, let's say. Let's head over to Studio 6 and 7 That's where Adam has our Bad Bass Update.
2: Thank you, Brian. Here are some of the national stories we're following. The Supreme Court has decided not to take up Donald Trump's claim that he's immune from prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he was president. The High Court on Friday turned down a request from Special Counsel Jack Smith to expedite the case involving Trump's alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The Supreme Court order means that there's a growing chance Trump's federal trial will not end before the 2024 election. Smith wanted the trial to start in March, but now the question of immunity is getting booted back to the lower courts. However, SCOTUS experts still say that the chance of the trial happening in 2024 is still high. Speaking of Supreme Courts, the Wisconsin Supreme Court is ruling the state's legislative maps are unconstitutional. The current maps were drawn up by Republicans and are criticized as being among the most gerrymandered in the U.S. Democratic attorneys argue that the layout violates the state's requirement that districts be contiguous. On Friday, the court ordered lawmakers to draw new maps for the 2024 elections. However, these will be the state, state maps rather than the federal congressional maps. Nikki Haley is now just four points behind former President Donald Trump in the latest New Hampshire presidential poll. Officials say the former U.N. ambassador and South Carolina governor scored 29 percent in the most recent Fox News poll, a mere four points behind Trump, who now has a 33 percent support in New Hampshire. In the same poll, former governor of New Jersey Chris Christie is now at 13 percent support. More than Florida Governor Ron DeSantis with 6 percent or Vivek Ramaswamy with 5 percent. The TSA is preparing for a massive rush of flyers this weekend. Jim Forbes has the numbers.
1: Officials expect over 39 million passengers to travel by plane this holiday season. Southwest Airlines says it has invested heavily in de-icing equipment, revamped its computer system, and has plenty of staff for this year. That comes after the airline last year saw nearly 17,000 flights canceled, hundreds of thousands of passengers left stranded, and
2: mountains of lost luggage. I'm Jim Forbes. And in sports, the Celtics will be taking on the LA Clippers today at 3.30 p.m. The Boston Bruins will face the Minnesota Wild tonight at 7 o'clock. And tomorrow, a Christmas Eve game between the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos at 8.15 p.m. Weather forecast right now, it is is twenty-three uh, 20, 20 degrees in New Bedford right now, mostly sunny. It's going to remain that way throughout the day, temperatures reaching 44 degrees. Tonight's forecast, cloudy and misty later on, temperatures reaching 37 degrees. And tomorrow, temperatures reaching 48 degrees, mostly cloudy and misty. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508 996 500 New Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM.
2: We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and very, very soony, Christmas will be here. We're comic dispensers, we crack up all the sensors. It's tiny shoot adventures where so special you got here. So here's at the acres, it's a wonderland of snow. Ring, to swing, we do the mistletoe. Our writers are gifted. The story has been lifted on tiny tune adventures. Let's start the show. They're hurried, they funny, they're best and buster funny. Montana makes us money. my myra is a pain.
0: Here's ten and Plucky. Now, they're all cheering. As Christmas is, what, two days away? Hard to believe. We've been doing the countdown since August, and now we are two days away from Christmas. And I wonder how some of the downtown retailers, some of the retailers on the Avenue, how are they faring this holiday season? I was looking at uh, a headline in the Boston Globe, I believe. Holiday online sales are booming. Here's why that's bad news for retailers and consumers. Brick and mortar retailers had hoped more people would buy stuff at stores this year. Instead, they are flocking to the Internet with their credit cards. Double whammy. Double whammy. Whammy. Whammy number one, if they're using their credit cards, then they're going to have that interest holiday hangover come January and February. But if they're going to the Internet, if they're going to Wayfair, if they're going to Amazon, again, I don't want to take business away from Wayfair or Amazon, but what does that do to the Celia's boutiques? What does that do to the merchants on Union and Pleasant and a cushnet And even as as you take it into Dartmouth or Fairhaven, either way, what is it doing to those small businesses, the, the people that come up with the idea and then find the financing to open up a shop now it's great if those those folks that have opened up a shop also have an online presence but if they do or or more to the point if they don't or it's a very small presence then they're cooked they are cooked are you doing most of your holiday shopping at the stores? Or do you shop online? And I have to raise my hand. I'm in that crowd. I, I do shop online. But I do like to pop into a store every once in a while. It's, You know, things have changed so much. I, At the turn of the century, I very rarely... Use my card online. But it's so convenient. It's so easy. I watch Woman Friend. She, I mean, she's an expert at this. She really is. She gets, she's an artist. And if I could brag just a little bit, pretty darn good one. I don't know exactly what she's painting. I know it sells. But be that as it may. She orders her art supplies. Next day, they're delivered. Maybe it's two days. But the stuff comes right to the door. It'll be three or four days. Different packages coming. Is it convenient for her? Doesn't have to go out and And go into an art supply store. I mean, she has her preferred places. She'll go to a Michael's every once in a while. But not often. Because she doesn't have to. Amazon delivers. And she's got one of those Amazon cards. So I, I, I get the convenience have it delivered right to you. It's, it's like at, at Stop and Shop. People, at, at first, I don't think anybody used, I forgot what that service was that they have. Um, but at any rate. People, I, 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 I see the, the Stop and Shop clerks, for lack of a better name. They're going around with carriages and they've got this electronic thing on their wrist and they'll do all the shopping for for the consumer. I'll buy this, buy that and, you know, choose the meats, choose the cereal, all that kind of stuff. And they do the checkout and then they bring the groceries out into the parking lot and put the groceries in the trunk For the consumer, the consumer basically opens the trunk, closes the trunk, and, you know, nowadays you can just click a button in the car and whoop, the door opens and then hit the button again and whoop, it closes. You say a nice, polite thank you, and you're on your way. Is there any wonder why we seem to be kind of chubby around the gut? And the butt. It's unbelievable. I look, I I guess I don't have a problem going into the store and buying what it is that I want to buy. I have not gotten to the particular point in life where I'm gonna let the stop and shop people pick out my meats, pick out my produce picking up my, my other foodstuffs. I, I think I can still do it. I, if, there's a, if there's a need, if there's a need, that's an entirely different thing. But I don't want to become that lazy in life that I think that, well, I've got too many other things to do, like talking on my phone or playing tic-tac-toe on my phone. You know, that kind of stuff. Did you hear this about Wayfair? The CEO sent out an email to the employees. And this is following a couple of major rounds of layoffs over at the place. Basically, this is what the CEO said. Working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There is not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success. Huh? You've laid off a lot of my buddies. And this is what you're sending out. Basically you want me to work harder. We know that. That's, that's going on everywhere. And this butthead thinks that. <laughs> here we are. In, entering the holidays. And we're going to work harder. And work harder for you. So at the end of the year. You can maybe lay us off too. We're working. I don't know. This is where we are on December 23rd, 2023. Or as they say somewhere, Festivus for the rest of us. Ah, thanks for reminding me, Jim. Let's go over to studios 6 and 7-8. Jim Phillips with the Town Square Sunday update. Morning, Brian. Good morning, everyone. Here's what's happening this week on Town Square Sunday will be joined by Reverend Sandra Whitley of the Bethel AME Church, Martin Bent of the Islamic Society of Southeastern Mass, and Rabbi Raphael Cantor of the Tefereth Israel Synagogue. They will preview this year's first night service on New Year's Eve at the Siemens Bethel. It's entitled, Unity Within Diversity, It Starts With Us. Also, Jack Spillane stops by to discuss some of the top stories of 2023, including the shutdown of the UMass dartmouth College of Visual and Performing Arts at the Star Store. I'm Jim Phillips. Join me for Town Square Sunday, Sunday morning this week at 6 and 11 on 1420 WBSM and 99.5 FM. Thank you very much, Jim. 508 996 0500 is how you get on the program today. Let us see. Oh, my goodness. Am I falling behind here? It's time for the Bitcoin Biz Barometer. Where we measure the universal crypto marketplace. Let's see. Mm. Some enticing news. Bitcoin up more than a thousand. Actually, Bitcoin up more than, well, almost $1,400 from last Saturday at this time coming in at $43,606. Ethereum at $2,000. 289, that's up 46 bucks. Solana in third place at $95, up 21. Binance Coin at 267, that's up $20 from last Saturday. XRP down a penny, coming in at 61 cents. Cardano down a penny, down to 60 cents. And Avalanche up $4 at $45. This morning. And that's your Bitcoin Biz Barometer, the top seven for today, December 23rd, 2023. As always, I get my numbers fresh from coinmarketcap.com because these numbers are updated every second of every day. Coinmarketcap.com. All right. So that is it, the Bitcoin biz barometer. I don't know if you heard me on with Barry yesterday. Um, Barry, I I guess he, he likes to try to get me to change my opinion every once in a while. And that's fine. In this particular case, it was dealing with President Trump. Not being placed on the ballot in the state of Colorado. Now, I think Colorado's got it wrong. I think that Donald Trump should be on the ballot. I think as the Secretary of the Commonwealth has come out and stated, look, he deserves to be on there. The best way to beat him is by beating him at at the polls. I agree with that, but Barry is of the position that if the Supreme Court doesn't vote nine nothing, then there are going to be a, a bunch of angry people here in the United States. I I think they're going to be angry people no matter what, no matter how the the court votes. If if it if the court votes in favor of the Colorado Supreme Court, yeah, you're going to have a lot of angry people. If they vote in against the Colorado Supreme Court, you're going to have a lot of angry people. You're going to have a lot of angry people no matter what. I I don't think it's going to be a slam dunk. I could be wrong. I could easily be wrong. Won't be the first time. It will never be the last time. If I were right 50% of the time, I would be flying to Wall Street by helicopter. If you could be right half the time, you could do the same thing. Be that as it may, I don't believe that nine learned jurists are all going to agree That Donald Trump should be on the ballot. I think there's room for interpretation. My interpretation is similar to Barry's and and many other people, certainly uh, Trump supporters, in that Donald Trump hasn't been found guilty of insurrection. He hasn't even gone on trial for insurrection. But there's that gap in the clause. It doesn't say that you have to be found guilty. And and. we're talking about should a state be allowed to place a person on the ballot under Amendment 14? So I, I, I think there's there's that wiggle room. I, look, you, you may not agree, and, and and that's cool. But I'm sure there are others out there that certainly do agree. I am not a legal scholar. Not going to pretend to be one. But I think as I read that, there is the the room. Back up just a little bit. I think it was an appeals court in, in Colorado that originally voted that Trump could be on the ballot. It then went up to the Colorado State Supreme Court and they voted for three, four to three, to not allow Trump to be on the ballot. These are learned people. These are people that have studied law. I, I, I'm i not going to argue that one is a Democrat, another one is a Republican, or who might be an independent. They have studied the law. And I think there is room for that interpretation. My interpretation is that, look, he wasn't found guilty. He hasn't even gone to trial. Let him be on the ballot and let the folks of Colorado make that decision. As as uh, Bill Galvin, the Secretary of State here in the Commonwealth, has, has so decided. five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I appreciate your patience. Good morning. Good
1: morning. You caught me while I'm making my first coffee.
0: Hey, I haven't had any, so there.
1: Most important part of the day, when I'm talking to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, have you read the 14th Amendment, by chance? Several times all right did you notice anything in there that uh where the uh colorado supreme court made a mistake the mistake is is that the 14th amendment specifically says that this interpretation needs to be made by the uh by congress not by uh not by court systems and certainly not by a court system in a in a state so there. are you know, they're already misapplying the law. It should have been thrown out. Uh it's it's not a law, um because think about it this way. That law was written in eighteen eighty six or eighteen sixty six, I can't remember. It, but it was it was written 66. around the end of yes. It was written around the end of the Civil War. Yeah. And the idea was was to prevent a um the states from breaking up into insurrectionist states. So why would they give that ruling to the states to allow to make a choice? Because at that time, the South would have turned around and said, well, yeah, let's throw all the, you know, all the Northerners off the ballot in our states. So the whole idea was it was to go to Congress to allow Congress to make that decision as a body. So it's already in error. And that's what's going to, you know, it's it's misinterpreting the law um, and that that's, that, that's one. There's a couple of other things in there and my, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a, <laughs> not a judge, but I can read. And, your, uh, your armchair. And, and, well, good enough. That's, sometimes that's the way it should be. Um, country doctors. Right. Um, so no, I, I think that there's, uh, I, this is just another um, everyone in this society in the last 20 years that has any voice in front of a microphone, wants to be known for something they want to put their name on the on the chit sheet um and sometimes these decisions are bad it, it was four to three which actually makes me feel pretty good they thought about it a little bit if it had gone you know <laughs> seven and oh i think that would have been <laughs> pretty clear that it was it was uh political but um i, I think i think that uh and I, I guess that it you know because it did split down the middle then Whoever was in charge of the court had to make the final decision. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, that's my two cents on it. I, I, I'm not as emotional about it because if it does go to the Supreme Court, it is probably going to get thrown out. I don't know whether I'm not necessarily agreeing with Barrett. It has to be 9-0, oh, but <clears throat> it'll get thrown out and and, uh, and and then that'll be it for all the other states at that point.
0: So, Well, what do you, what do you mean it, it will be thrown out? Uh,
1: Well, I mean, you know, if they bring it to the Supreme Court and, you know, the ruling in in uh, in Colorado will be overturned or uh, the
0: that's not throwing it out. They have to overturn it. That's what I mean. OK, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Yes, we are here. On Festivus Day, let's see, Patriots tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Kickoff is at 8.15. They are playing in Denver. We have the pregame right here on WBSM. Brought to you by Shooting Supply and...